0: live from the studios here in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time for another edition of The Other Kind Radio, Talk Radio, episode 57, on this 14th of July, 2019. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're glad you're here. The Other Other Kind Kind Radio is a weekly podcast uh, where we take a good look in the mirror and say, You
1: talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well
0: then who the hell else are you talking to? You Talking to me? Well I'm the only one here. Who the f- do you think you're talking to? Oh yeah? Huh?
1: Okay.
0: Huh? Who are we talking to? Laid up this past week with some sickness, so uh, I was. So I uh, caught up on a few films, watched uh, Taxi Driver, Once Upon a Time in America, uh, and a number of other shows that uh, we will we might talk about a little bit uh, today in today's episode. Um, but for those of you who might miss the tie they're the, the Kind Radio's weekly podcast where we take a look at pop culture. My name is Jeff. I'm one of your hosts if you are a returning kind listener, welcome back. Uh your support is greatly appreciated. Uh I'm gonna mention it later in the podcast uh as far as appreciation and uh those listeners that come back and uh you know give us uh give us a little of their time and um are a faithful, kind listener. We do appreciate it. We really do. You keep us motivated to do this every week. So thank you very much. For those of you that are first-time listeners and uh, have managed to find us among the multitudes of podcasts. Congratulations and welcome. Uh, There is a lot out there to try and tug at your ear, and the fact that you're here and listening uh, does mean a lot to us. So welcome, first-time listeners. As always, we encourage everyone to uh, like, subscribe, rate our show. Whatever platform you're listening to, I know we're on SoundCloud, I know we're on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, I think we're soon going to be on um, iHeart. So wherever you're grabbing us, take a second, like it, rate it, that helps feed the algorithm, which keeps this podcast universe spinning and our show in its gravitational pools. All right, well, let's get into the new thing that we've kind of started doing, which is the uh, top three movies. So let's take a quick look at that. Uh, the end of the weekend box office results. We do have a new leader. i we'll take a sip of coffee here. We've got... Um, Moving up a number of positions uh, to the number one spot, Spider Man Far From Home, uh, which brought in 92 million. Toy Story 4 in second place, which has dropped down to 33 million. That is a uh, loss of 43%. And then yesterday, which uh, Todd and I talked about last week, uh, is uh, holding strong in third place um, with 10 million. Um, I did find a workaround for the. Uh, top 100 songs. And I'm going to attempt to try and bring that to you. Still holding in uh, the number one spot is Old Town Road, Little Nas X, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, interesting song. Take a listen. can
1: nobody tell me nothing.
0: Um, good for them. They're holding that top spot. I'm going to sound like such an old fogey, but uh, that sounds just like so much of everything <laughs> everything else that's out there right now. Uh, coming in at the number two spot is the same song that was at their last week. It's Bad Guy by Billy Ellish. just can't get enough guy,
1: just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type Make your mama a sad type Make your girlfriend mad type Might seduce your dad type I'm the bad
0: guy And then in third place is a new song that was, um again, I say new song. It's new to me. I'm sure there are plenty of kind listeners that are very familiar with, uh, I think it's Khalid, and uh, the song Talk.
1: Can we just talk?
0: And I can just tell you right now that that is reminiscent of some of the r and OJ froze out there. Uh, I'll check that song out a little bit more because that sounds a little bit like Usher and some of the uh, jo- Jodeci uh, tunes of uh, yesteryear. Uh so there there it is. There's your top 3 movies, your top 3 Billboard 100 songs, giving you just a little bit of uh uh I don't know, something uh something to bring to the water cooler. If there even are water coolers anymore. Um I know when I was uh back uh back in the day in the office, the water cooler we used to do water cooler talk. And um you know, you'd sit around, get your coffee, get your water for the day. And now you've got uh you can throw a couple things out there like, "Hey, did you know that um Spider-Man Far From Home brought in $92 million this weekend. And everybody will look at you and just be like, great. Or at least that's the way they looked at me. <laughs> on today's show, we're going to do some headlines. Todd's take is going to be on vacation. Jeff's judgment, we're just going to kind of uh, forego Jeff's judgment and go directly into the mailbag. I know we've talked about having this type of uh, show uh, I've got, we've got a few emails that we'll read through and uh, go through that. So, uh, at this time, let's go ahead and bring on the better half of the show. He is a family generator, movie maker, guitar player, drum major, book author, dive bar, boom box member, and all around Renaissance man live from his studio somewhere near, but not in or located specifically around the town of Dallas, Dallas, Texas or Dallas, Texas, Please, let's give a moment and see if we can tune in Todd. Todd, are you there? Come in, Todd. Give it a second here. Sometimes it takes a minute. Come in, Todd. Still no Todd. Wait a second. Let me check something here. an email. Dear Jeff, I will be on vacation on July 17th. 14th. And 14th through the 17th. Oh. (laughs) Well, that's a little embarrassing. I thought the Todd's take on was going to be... About vacation, it seems that Todd is on vacation, so that means. Oh boy! That's
1: uh...
0: That's that's news to me. Oh boy! All right, but we'll just power through then, huh? We'll drink a coffee there. Todd's on vacation, so it's just me today. So for those kind of listeners that listen into Todd Todd's voice and insight only, um, yeah, it's just going to be me today. So we are we are going to go through headlines. We are going to have a few items here, and I will attempt to carry the show on by myself. No, 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 that's the wrong sounder. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. There we go. Something positive. All right, so let's get out the aggressive typewriter as we have some uh, some headlines to go through today, folks. The first headline, um, which I liked, was just basically uh, some things that are going on uh, on Netflix this week. They've got a uh, lot going on, and I did watch a number of things, one of which uh, will be brought up shortly. And so here are, according to uh, the HuffPost.com, um, what to watch on Netflix that's new this week? So, first of all, is um there is a new uh, comedy special by Aziz Ansari called Right Now. Um, I I have to admit, uh, I I did watch this mainly because I wanted to see what kind of um, I don't know what uh, what do would have to say after his his uh, run in with kind of the hashtag Me Too crowd and everything. There is a teaser, so I'm going to go ahead and play that now and uh, get into what that special was like. It's directed by Spike Zone. I haven't watched this this trailer, <laughs> so it's all going to be just music. Um, there you go, folks. Once again. One thing I did notice is he wore uh, a Metallica "Ride the Lightning" t-shirt during his entire stand-up. Okay, so there's a lesson as to why we go ahead and watch and preview uh, <laughs> trailers because it was not him. I thought we'd get a couple bites from him. So basically, um, he comes out and it's it's uh, the first thing that that caught my attention is there is no. Uh, scenic on stage. It is a raw stage. When I say raw, uh, there is nothing decorative about the stage at all. It is completely, uh, without any kind of scenic lighting or anything else. There's a single spotlight that lights them on the stage and, uh, the, even the access doors to the back of stage are open with people standing in them. So it is a very, very, um, uh, naked approach if you will. Uh, Some could could tie in and say that him being on stage without any scenic or, you know, a facade is, uh, you know, another way to say that he's coming out and being true and honest with nothing uh, pretentious or pretend going on. Um, The overall, the the special focuses on, again, what happened to him with his uh, little moment there and then um, dives into just kind of more of the social anxiety and and focus right now on race and being politically correct, and then at the same time trying to be a comic and being politically correct. Um, I recommend this. Uh, if you are very limited on time, uh, at the end he does a very nice uh, bit about family and spending time with family and how many times you're going to be able to um, – what we often do with family is just kind of fall into a routine. You go, you say hi, you hug, you kiss, uh, you jump on your phone, you go through the motions, and then you're ready to leave. And his urgency and his message is to take some time, spend some time with family, get to know your family a bit more. Yeah, it's your mother. It's your father. You grew up with them, but maybe ask them some questions about it when they were growing up and what kind of things happened to them. I thought that was very touching. And then at the very end, he spends a number of moments uh, telling the audience that he really appreciates appreciates them coming out to see him perform, um, and what it means, uh, especially with the run-in and the possibility of him, you know, losing the ability to do what he loves the most, which is uh, stand on stage with a microphone and tell jokes. And he does a really neat uh, little close to his show. So. Uh, It is Netflix, it is Aziz Ansari, and it is a new special right now on Netflix, streaming. Check it out uh, as it is worth uh, taking a look at. Other uh, Netflix news. It was reported this week that Friends is going to leave Netflix in 2020 and exclusively join the new streaming service, HBO Max, at the time. So... Um, Again, I've seen every episode of Friends. Um, The thing that caught my attention here is um, that I think at some point we're going to look back and see these days of Netflix as the true golden age. Um, As more and more streaming services become available, you know, Prime, then you've got Hulu, and then you've got HBO doing their thing. Showtime doing their thing, and now we're starting to hear of this HBO Max that may be including some broadcast television uh, shows. Obviously, they're paying probably a ton of money uh, to get the Friends franchise on their streaming service. Um, Is this going to get too segregated? Is this going to get too spread out where it's really going to become, it's going to become quite a task for viewers to go and find, you know, their shows that they want to watch. Uh, whereas right now it's just, you know, just three or four to go and grab whatever show movie. I mean, I, you know, I was watching Netflix, uh, when I was sick and, Uh, To watch uh, Once Upon a Time of America and then go to Taxi Driver and then watch Scarface all on the same platform was not only easy but very convenient and uh, enjoyable for me to be able to do so. So my two cents on that is I I think as we progress and more services become available, some of those things are going to be more difficult to find. Uh, Last on the Netflix site, and I'm so sorry that Todd's not here... Um, David Fincher will direct a movie about a co-screen, uh, about a co-screen writer behind Citizen Kane. Uh, Herman uh, Mankiewicz, uh, fought with Orson Welles quite a bit over credit on the movie and, um, David Fincher's father, Jack Fincher wrote a screenplay before his death in 2003. Um, so that'll be interesting. We'll keep an eye on that as Citizen Kane for those kind listeners that are aware uh, is one of the reasons why this podcast started, and Todd and I's argument about whether or not it is, in fact, the A- should be the AFI's top 100 film. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, at the end of uh, watching all those, and those are available back uh, on previous episodes on SoundCloud and uh, all of our streaming platforms, you can listen Todd and I work through the AFI top 100 from 100 to 1. Um, side note, we do not go super, super deep into each movie that otherwise it would take us a thousand episodes to get through it. Uh, but I think it's worth a listen and you can kind of watch, uh, me in real time, uh, get my, my junior, 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 junior college, uh, degree in film and, uh, understanding film. So check it out. Mm. I apologize to those uh, audio files out there. I know me sipping coffee isn't going to be great, but, um, uh, Without a without a co host, I have to do everything. <laughs> All right. On the uh other uh headline for the week, just something uh in tied into what we did last week. Uh this is off BGR dot com um and many other uh, uh news platforms. Uh, an article by Yanni uh, Heesler. Um there is an Easter egg within uh season three. Um it's uh, in the. I'm trying to see which episode it is, um, but basically, it's an episode where there's there's a character that's been on Stranger Things um, by the name of Murray Bauman, who uh, was in season two, and he's kind of this journalist turned private investigator. He's kind of the Big Brother's watching type of character. Well, while uh, during season three, you're uh, in. Uh, his apartment, and there's a scene where you can see a phone number uh, that you turns out you can actually dial, and there is a message to listen to, um, in regards to you know like you're dialing into Bauman's character or uh, the character played by Bauman, um, uh, and listen to the voicemail. I won't read the voicemail to you, but uh, if you want to check it out, get your uh, pens ready. You can dial six one eight. 625-8313 that's 618 don't know if you can leave a message if you can tell them uh, you're a kind listener from the other kind radio and there we go alright let's go ahead and put away the uh, aggressive typewriter that's going to do it for headlines and looking at my sh- my run sheet here we are off to the races i looked for a couple sounders for um something for mailbag we'll call it mailbag mail time diving into the mailbag whatever you want um and uh didn't really want to go with the you know you got mail so uh, as with jeff's judgment uh, i'll try and find something for mailbag so uh these are some emails we've received Uh, We'll get through these, and then uh, this may be the shortest other kind radio um, episode ever. But I think everybody will be okay with that. All right, let's get into uh, Mailbag. Um, This first email reads, Hey, guys, uh, I have this doc on the background as I'm working from home. Um, Almost like a train wreck. You you know you shouldn't look, but you can't turn away. Would love to hear your thoughts on behind-the-curve I'm only 17 minutes in, but thought you guys might be interested. Cheers. That's coming in from Chef Jeff. Chef Jeff, I know that you're like, yeah, I wrote that like uh, two years ago. Uh, But yes, we're finally getting the mailbag. Chef Jeff, a uh, loyal, kind listener. And um, yeah, um, I don't know if any, you know, for those of kind listeners that haven't seen um, the documentary Behind the Curve, but it's basically a documentary about flat earthers. Um, you know, I give it a big, uh, uh, thumbs up. I think it's something worth checking out, um, for a number of reasons. One, I think it does a really good job of kind of giving a good insight to kind of what their thought process is and what they're looking for, which, uh, spoiler alert, it's pretty much what everybody else is looking for, which is fame. Um, and even gets into them trying to debunk the round earthers by, um, doing some scientific uh, experiments, which uh, in the end kind of prove uh, what we thought all along. So um, I think it's worth checking out. So uh, that is Behind the Curve. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, if it's not, uh, send us an email at info at and feel free to correct me. Thanks, Jeff, Jeff, for your email. Keep them coming. We do appreciate them. And we'll move right along. Uh, this next email. Hello, Jeff. Love the show. I am an aspiring filmmaker and interested in your thoughts on my new project. I know you guys are super busy, but if you could share your thoughts on the remake of West Side Story, that would be great. That's sent in by Stephen S. Okay, Stephen S. Let's uh, take a look at it. We'll go to people.com. And uh, all kidding aside, it looks like uh, Ariana, Ariana DeBose is going to be Anita uh, Steven Spielberg is going to redo West Side Story, and where is Todd when I need him? Um, this is this actually looks like it's going to be really interesting um, to do. Uh, one note to make sure that everybody's aware of Spielberg's adaptation is going to be based on the Broadway musical, not a remake of the 1961 film of the same name. Um, obviously, with with a giant like Steven Spielberg behind it, um, this I look. I look to this for a number of things. I look to it, um, to, uh, be, I guess a little more updated. I'd be interested to see what the songs, uh, sound like. And then of course the choreography should be very interesting as well. Um, I, I, I cover this, uh, in, in, uh, with a little tongue in cheek, as I'm sure Todd and I will want to get into it. Um, and start really breaking some things down. I believe now I'm gonna I'm gonna just talk out of my space here, but uh, I think Ariana du Bois is the actress from Glee. And as we go to IMDb.com, I'm sure there are a couple of uh, kind listeners out there that are going, "Yes, Jeff. Yes, Jeff. It is true." Uh, no need to look it up, but I'm gonna go ahead and confirm for the rest of us. So give me one second here as I make it through IMDb. And I'm looking for cast and it is, uh, I'm not seeing her. So maybe she just looks like her. Um, or I could be wrong. Send yours. no, I always thought it was Leah, Leah Michelle, but she looks familiar to her. She looks, uh, you know, kind of the same. um, so it'll be interesting to, uh, at least in this photo where she's looking up and she's standing on a staircase, I could be way off. There you go, folks. This is why I don't cover film on my own. Um, so keep your ears and eyes open for that. That is Steven Spielberg going to re uh, relaunch or redo the musical um, West Side Story. And I don't know if it says where... It's going to come out, and maybe just a, it may be a film release, obviously with Steven Spielberg. So uh, we'll have updates, get you more information. We'll get the real person on with the real details, real details <laughs> next week to answer your questions. Uh, a big thank you to Stephen S for your email. Thank you very much for emailing the Other Kind Radio. This is the Other Kind Radio, and if you would like to email us, the email address is info at the All right, all right, on to the next email. Uh, to the gents at The Other Kind Radio, long-time listener, first-time caller. A recent album is celebrating 30 years. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on some of the little-known facts about this album. Oh, and Jeff, next time you want to come to a show, just give me a call. You have my number. That's sent in by Bruce S. Bruce S. I'll have to I'll have to look that up. Um, But I did look, and it is, instead of 30, it's uh 35... Uh, is this album? Of course, we're talking about the iconic Bruce Springsteen. The album, Born in the U- USA, uh, is turning 35. And I'm looking to an article on the New York Post and basically just some uh, little secrets, um, as they're saying, as they're calling it, uh, behind the classic uh, album that Bruce Springsteen put out. And. Um, It sold uh, more than 30 million copies, but here's a couple things to uh, take to the water cooler with you uh, this week. It was almost an acoustic flop. Um, Recording started off well, according to this article in the New York Post, uh, but the E Street brand laid down the first side of the album quickly in the spring of 1982. But uh, Springsteen also wanted to include some acoustic, uh, pared-down songs and the veiny, scratchy uh, solo demos he'd be done when writing the record. Uh, He was unsatisfied with the results. And, um, uh, things started to change course again. He saved some of those songs for, uh, the album Nebraska, um, and, uh, kind of put born in the USA on hold. Um, so it was, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't one of these kind of, uh, albums that, uh, just immediately just started, uh, you know, taking off and, or, or was something that was easy to produce. Another, uh, little known fact is the tour almost broke Bruce um, during the 1985 tour, uh, he was newly married and, um, you know, was under a lot of intense, uh, scrutiny and, uh, there was, uh, Bruce was upset. I guess there was a picture, a photo, uh, of his, his hotel bed in the Scandinavian newspaper. Uh, he threw a gr- guitar across the dressing room, narrowly missing his manager. Um, he went on, t- on stage, uh, at, uh, in Sweden. And, uh, so there was, <laughs> uh, 75,000 fans who, uh, were kind of feeding off his anger and they uh, caused about $4 million in damage. And, uh, there were, uh, there were some, um, financial repercussions for that. Uh, so again, an expensive, uh, album as well as, uh, this album also, um, caused some rift within the band. Um, little Steven and the boss ran into some issues um, you know, Bruce and, and, uh, Stephen Van Zant uh, are, uh, pretty close and they had been playing together since the 1960s. Um, and Van Zant joined the Eat Street Band during the Born to Run tour in 1975 over the years, uh, you know, they were co-producing and doing things in 1983. Um, Van Zant quit the band, uh, because of... Not getting enough of the spotlight. I think he wanted to sing some more songs and do some things, and and Bruce uh, wasn't having it. So they got uh, got into a little tiff, and he left the band. And basically, that devastated everybody. And then, um, as a token of consolation, Springsteen penned the track "Bobby Jean" for Van Zant, uh, who didn't rejoin the group until 1999. But I think uh, you know, every rock band you got to have a little you got to have a little rain to appreciate the sunshine. And the last one here, and I didn't know this at all was dancing in the dark was inspired by Michael Jackson. Um, even though Bruce Springsteen amassed 70 songs during the born and run USA. And again, this according to the, uh, New York post article, uh, written by where, where are the bylines anymore? Or the, do people not get bylines? Let's see here. Um, I'm scrolling through. You can hear me. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, again, according uh, to the New York Post, um, uh, the manager uh, felt that they was uh, missing a surefire hit. Uh, Basically, they had a little discussion, and um, that evening he wrote down, uh, you know, he wrote Dancing in the Dark, and uh, the beat had a surprising influence, uh, which basically came from... uh, uh, Michael Jackson's "Beat It," so that song, and I'll have to I'll have to go back and listen to it uh, to try and find the similarity. But basically, uh, "Dancing in the Dark" inspired by uh, Michael Jackson, and uh, to all those I know, I can remember going to Hastings Books and Tapes and seeing the uh, cover album of "Born to Run" or "Born in the USA," uh, which is the iconic, uh, you know, T-shirt, blue jeans, and he's got his ball cap tucked into his back pocket, which as Todd would say, old minimalist Jeff, I'm wondering why anybody would tuck their ball cap into the back of their jeans. Maybe that was more back in the day where uh having caps on and everything weren't uh acceptable indoors. I don't know. Anyway, that is uh the <laughs> that'll be the <laughs> end of mailbag uh with that uh wonderful email sent in by uh, Bruce S. All right, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Nice, nice and neat. Thirty minutes, It's going to be super short. Um, but uh, we'll have Todd back next week. We'll get into uh, we're going to get into the uh, uh, Netflix show uh, when they see us. Um, but before we leave, I do want to take a moment and uh, send a big thank you out to um, our very kind listeners that do participate, do send us emails, and every week are right there for us. I'm talking about Bry Guy. I'm talking about Chef Jeff, Most Handsome Matt. Yes, Matt, Uh, we haven't forgotten about you. Uh, That's, I think, going to be your uh, new name, Most Handsome Matt. Matt used to be known as Milk Toast Matt, uh, but we're going to give him a better and more deserving title as far as Most Handsome Matt. Uh, Beaker, my sound guy, uh, who always lets me know uh, just uh, how bad I'm messing things up. Purple Face, welcome. uh, thank you for all of your emails and support. Uh, recently got a call from Jay Fro. Hope you're listening and enjoying this episode of the Other Kind Radio. Also, want to go through uh, a couple of the listeners that we've got. Uh, great Big Billy on uh, SoundCloud, and I had a giggle when I saw that we have a kind listener by the name of User Six One Five Four One Eight Nine Seven Four. Just because all the other user names uh, uh, were taken. Uh, Russian Federation. Thank you for your listening. Northern uh, Marine. Uh, uh, Northern, what is it? Mariana Islands are listening, and just here within the United States, uh, Omaha. Always a strong listener. Keller, Texas. Northridge Hills, Texas. Wimberley, Texas. Sydney, Florida. Uh, Har- uh, Harley'sville, Pennsylvania. Uh, Louisiana, Edinburgh, PA, and Mountain View, California, among the constant kind listeners that are out there giving us uh, all the support uh, that we do appreciate. Um, like I said, next week we'll be back and get into the next Netflix show when they see us. And again, um, we are looking forward to it. Boy, it's, if you can catch it this week, it is a tough watch, but it is amazing. And the story of now the exonerated... Five, also known as the Central Park Five, is a story that uh, I think for most that are willing to kind of open their eyes, it does adjust that lens, that perspective that we view everything through. It is a bit of a game changer. So uh, if you can, get some time, watch that. From uh, from everyone here at uh, The Other Kind Radio, have a great week. Take some time for pop culture. It's important. Thank you for listening. We are The Other Kind Radio. Radio.
1: The other kind of radium pop radio, yeah. 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 The other kind of radio radio radio. The other kind of radio radio The other kind of radio radio The other kind of